Father God, help me not only hear your word today, but to fully understand what you are saying to me. I pray that I joyfully receive your word, refusing to allow any form of persecution or tribulation to cause it to take root in my life. I pray, oh, my Father, that no one or nothing will be successful in tempting or distracting me from bearing fruit. Father God, I pray that as I receive your word to me, that I leave your house today producing what your word declares I should be producing. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And give the Lord just an applause of appreciation before you're seated. And as you're being seated, before we look into that word, I have to remind you this is the last weekend in the month. Prayer is at 530 today and tomorrow and Tuesday at 630. Come to this house of prayer and just seek the Lord while he may be found. The book of life is referred to in the book of Revelation seven times. And it's also referred to by Paul in Philippians. But I just want to read a couple of scriptures to you about it because I want you to understand what I'm saying. In the 20th chapter of Revelation, John wrote, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the, say it, book of life. And I want to stop there because God said, he was speaking about Abraham, but he was speaking about everybody that would be born after Abraham. God is not the God of the dead, but he's the God of the living. So I just think that there's a lot to be noted right here at this passage of Scripture that I believe it would serve us all well if we want to be found in the book of life. We need to live life according to the word of God right now while we're on this earth alive. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their work. In chapter 3, talking about the book of life again, he said, He that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And here's a passage, by the way, a lot of people have problems with this because they think once you get saved, you can do anything you want to do. You're not accountable to God because you said all the religious scriptures and you have no obligation to the cross. You have no obligation to the holiness of God, although he spoke about it. And the Bible says, he that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And here's the part I'm talking about. I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. And worldly theologians and carnal preachers will say, well, he's not talking about that. And I've told you many times before, all the things that is contrary to people's flesh and their desires on earth, they will tell you that the Bible doesn't mean what the Bible says, so you just need to always watch out for that false doctrine from false teachers. Okay, he said, but I will confess, confess his name before my father 
and before his angels. In Revelation 20, one more time, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Now, folks, when I read that scripture right there, if I didn't read any more scriptures, that one passage alone is pretty blunt. It's easy to understand to me. That I don't have to try to figure out, well, what's the mind of God? What do you mean, what's the mind of God? If your name's not in the book, you're going to be in hell forever. That's the mind of God. That's the word of God. But so many people don't like that. And I think more people would live victorious if more preachers would just preach the Bible and make it claim. And then people don't have all these wars going on within their flesh all the time. They just don't. No, I got to live right because he died right. He saved me right so I could live right. And so I can eternally live with him forever in righteousness. And so, folks, I want to tell you today, whatever you have to do, in your life to purge, you want to do that. You want to do it because you want your name to be written in the book of life. Now, I just did something with Angie. Now, again, I don't want this to be a deterrent. I know people in here are going to label me, and I'm good with that. Don't care about that. I'm way beyond that. Number one, I want to kind of tell you, and I want to make this because this was not a part of this message until right now, but again, I'm obedient. So when the Holy Ghost is saying, say it, say it, say it, I have to get it out. So here we go. I believe that the Bible is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Does anybody else believe that? I believe I'm created in the image of God. Anybody else believe that? I believe that God gave us things on this earth to sustain us and keep us alive, including fresh air, water, and food and vegetation around us. I believe God, uh, in the Garden of Eden, everything was perfect until you know what crept into the world, sin. At that moment, Satan has always tried to counterfeit and corrupt everything that belongs to God, created by God. And so uh, it's just been on my mind and on my heart here lately about all the things, and this is ever since 2020, I've kind of paid attention, but in the past two weeks, I've really dug in because God has convicted me that I'm supposed to take care of, he gave me one body. He may have given, given you more than that. He gave me one body. I, I'm not this reincarnated dude, or, or I'm not coming back as, I ain't coming back as a cat if I believed in it. I ain't coming back. He gave me one body, and I am commissioned by God to take care of this body. Now, I know you can, you can be extreme in everything, and I'm trying to be aware of where I am right now, but, folks, I've been trying my best to, because I know about an overall agenda in the world that most people don't even care about because the Bible says study to show yourself approved. Certainly, that's the Word of God. But I believe in life, uh, a scripture that you've heard me quote countless times, we are not ignorant of his devices. And I don't think that we are ignorant, but I believe we ignore his devices because we put too much faith in the world instead of the word of God. We do that. 
So where are you going? I'm just telling you, so me and Angie, I just said, look, I've been reading a lot and on a lot of food. It's funny to me, and I'm not going down this road, but i got to go down this road to get this out. Uh, at least one individual who has no reason whatsoever to own more farm land than anybody else has uh, all of a sudden started owning hundreds of thousands of acres and other people and now food that God made simple and easy and digestible now has to have bioengineer ingredients in it. They call it GMO, genetically modified organisms. Or bioengineer, I'm losing a lot of people. I can feel the resentment in here and the pushback right now. You think I've been reading a lot of diet magazines? Hadn't done it. I, this is the only diet magazine I'm in right now. But uh, we start wondering why you keep having sinus trouble 12 months out of the year now. And we keep wondering why, you know, me and Angie even talked about my mother when she left this earth. She, uh, for all practical purposes, had Alzheimer's, full-blown Alzheimer's. We wonder about all this, and we talk about our grandmas and grandpas that used to live off of lard and everything else and a whole milk from a cow, but they lived till 90 and 100 in their right mind, but all of a sudden you got all these diseases. There's dialysis centers everywhere. God, help me get out of this now. I wasn't supposed to say all this, but I'm here now. But I'm talking about the book of life, so maybe I'm supposed to be here. And so what I was trying to say before I got all that out I started looking. They said, well, it's in everything. It's in almost everything. But listen, if you don't pay attention, and I just started saying, you wouldn't drink a cup of strychnine poison if it was on the counter in front, and you would beat somebody. But here we go. We're, we're doing this because it's cheap. It's good to our flesh and all that. So I've probably thrown out $200 worth of junk yesterday. And here's the deal. It, they don't hide it. It's plainly written in bold letters on the side of all kind of containers, things you eat and you drink. You're going to go out of here today, and you will consume it before the day's over unless you are extremely careful because the devil is here to kill, steal, and destroy, and he don't care whether you take a gun to your head or whether you do pot or drugs or you literally eat yourself to death. But the Bible tells me I've got an appointment to die or I, either I'm going by the rapture, one of those two ways. But until the day that I die, I'm supposed to take care of the temple of God. So I am doing all I can. I'm being proactive. I don't care if I'm throwing out $200 worth of food. Well, you threw out, that cost twice as much in the grocery store as that cost in the grocery store. Well, okay, well, let's just take the ignorant route. I died for cheaper price. I know that sounds funny, but if you think about this, now why am I telling you all this? I'm telling you this because the devil has been given a free pass by the children of God. And the Lord said, God, help me, help me. I said it, now help me go where I'm supposed to go. The Bible says that our name is going to be written down in the book of life. But every day till that time when you hear the roll call up yonder, you're supposed to live your life 
for God, taking care of the temple of God, spiritually, physically, every kind of way you can, and you've got to watch out because there's more people in the world trying to kill you than trying to keep you alive. And you know what? They really would love for the church to just die out right now. Then there's no more gospel to be preached. There's no more grace of Jesus to be shown. And church, you've got to make sure that you understand when your name is written down in the book of life, there's also other books in heaven where other things are recorded, and I'm going to tell you about that in just a second. But just because God wouldn't let me go, I want to tell you this, that, you know, somebody told me, well, we've been eating it for years. Yeah, but I didn't know it, but I know it now. It's like when I was in sin. I didn't know I was living in sin the way I was because I was a sinner. But Paul said, but when the word came along, the law told me I was a sinner and I changed my ways when the Lord revealed his gracious light to me. So I can't do anything about last week, but I can do something about Monday the 25th or whatever the day is. So I'm just telling you, and you know, I'm probably going to, I don't know why you, where, where that fit in, where it did. I don't have to know where it fit in. When God says, look, you say what I say when I tell you to say it. I say what he says, and then I'm just, you know, I hear all the backlash later and all that. So I'm just telling you, be careful, little feet, where you go. Be careful, little hands, what you do. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. And be careful, little mouth, what you eat. Okay, that's free. I'm through. God, thank you for letting me get through with that. And you know what? It's so hot in here right now, and I don't think it's the air conditioner. I think there's about 90 degrees of conviction in here right now. <laughs> Lord, that mercy. He don't know how good that cake is. Look. I know Jared's back there. Jared's the only person in the church other than my family that can tell me what kind of cereal I used to eat at night. Thank you. Chocolatey delight. Special K. Over with. I'm telling you. Let me just say, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I got to get out of this quick. This is what I love about the fast. Because I don't care if it's coffee. I drink a cup of coffee every day. But I don't want to be so addicted to anything in this world that I can't stop it on a dime if I need to. Because if I do, it's idol worship. I don't care how good it is. If you say it's healthy, or your doctor said you had to have it. Let me tell you something. You are not supposed to be addicted to anything in this life but Jesus Christ. Everything else is temporal. It doesn't matter. You ain't taking it to heaven with you. And I want to tell you today... You know what? And I know what y'all going to say, so I'm going over here at the pulpit. Well, I hope he didn't go. I hope he wasn't at church this week, but Dr. Oz was. I don't care. <laughs> so there you go. In the book of Philippians, Paul referred to this same book of life. He said, and I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, Help those women which labored with me in the gospel with Clement also and with others, my fellow laborers whose name are in the book of life. So what you do today determines what will be read tomorrow. 
whenever that tomorrow is, when you're with the Lord. Now, there's three things I got to point out before we get to where I'm trying to get to today. The first thing is Romans 14, 12, without any debate tells us that we will give an account. So then every one of us shall give an account to God. That means everything, everything you are going to get into an eyeball-to-eyeball discussion with God about. What you do in secret and what you do in public, everything. When God says everything, he means everything. When he says everyone, he means everyone. Doesn't matter who or what they are in the world. In Ecclesiastes 12, 14, points out the second thing I want to remind you of, and that's every work will be brought into judgment, for God shall bring every work into judgment. You might not want to take it into judgment. Don't worry. God's going to bring it into judgment. With every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. And then the third thing says, not just give an account in every work, but every idle word. You got to be careful how you talk, church. Because Matthew 12 says, but I say unto you, Jesus speaking in the 36th verse, that every, every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. Now, when I read to you and talk to you about tithing and giving, it's always out of Malachi chapter 3, verse 10 and verse 11. But today, I want to take you because... I'm only going to talk about one more book. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 13. And we're going to kind of complete that chapter. You know about 10 and 11, about bring all the tithes in the storehouse. Will a man rob God? Yeah, you've robbed me in tithe and offering. But verse 13 kind of leads us in to where we can find out more information about another book, not just the book of life. Your words have been harsh against me, says the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? You said, this is God talking now. He said, you said, it is useless to serve God. What profit is it that we have kept his ordinance and that we have walked? As mourners, what they were saying is, what good has it done us to live right? God says, that's what you've said. You said this. What good has it done us to, to live right, to go to church, to pay our tithes, to be involved, to serve, to worship, to bear one another's burden? What good has it done us to do this before the Lord of hosts? And verse 15 says, so now... The people that feel that way, we call the proud. Look, the proud are the ones that's prospering. They're the ones that's blessed. For those who do wickedness are raised up. They even tempt God and go free. But verse 16 walks us right to that bookstore or that library of heaven. Then those who feared the Lord. They knew about all that going on, but then those who feared the Lord said, wait a minute, wait just a minute. They started talking to one another, and I don't know what the conversation is because the Scriptures right here doesn't tell us. 
but he's been faithful. He brought, he brought our family years ago through a flood. He, he brought our whole family right smack dab through the middle of a river, and it was dry. He spared us from all kind of disease and all kind of plagues. He spared us. There's no telling what they were talking about, but those who feared the Lord did, didn't talk about the people like the people, rather, who were disgruntled and began to say, well, God, this is not doing us any. They started talking to one another, the Bible says, and the Lord listened and heard them. So, God heard them. Notice, it didn't say, he didn't give a lot of thought to the complainers, the people that were griping. So, a book of remembrance was written before him. And those who fear the Lord... And those who meditate on his names were the names that were recorded in the book of, say it with me, remembrance. They shall be mine, says the Lord. They, they shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels. Or one translation talking about it being like a, a jewelry box of the Lord. And I will spare them... And I will spare them. You know, there's a tribulation coming. Amen, church? There is. Only the people that I believe with all my heart, their names are in the book of life. They're going to be the people that are spared. We're not pointed under wrath. I don't care who told you what. It's in the Bible too many times. Look, we are the bride of Christ. Okay? We're the bride of Christ. Here I go down another one of them trails, but I need to make this very clear in case somebody's confused on the issue. Look, the whole tribulation from the time the church is raptured, the tribulation is about God's wrath. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. As I've already told you, God has not appointed us to wrath. There is coming a wedding day while the tribulation is going on on the earth. Just like when God's wrath was poured out on the earth in the days of Noah, the Bible talks about. God put them in an ark and lifted them up on the water above all the death and destruction. On the day that tribulation begins, which is right after the rapture takes place, God is going to call us all home. The dead in God, keep preaching it, but the dead in Christ will rise first. Then those of us, those of us that are alive and remain, we shall be called up together with them in the air. We're going to, just like the flood, Noah and his family, we're going to be lifted above all the tribulation. And while that tribulation years are passing by on earth, we are going to be at the marriage supper of the Lamb. Mark it down. It's all been recorded in God's Word. All you got to do is live right, live holy, love people, love God, obey His Word, your name's in the book, and here's the good news. 
Everything you do now that you think God ain't looking at or that ain't as big as what somebody else is, listen to the preacher right now. God's got a book of remembrance with your name in it. If you put up with hell on earth at work or at home or with a friend or in your body, every day you wake up to new aches and pains, but you still pushed on anyway. You still pray for other people. You still bless everybody else. God said, don't you worry. I got a book of remembrance. It ain't left my mind. I'm going to read it when I read out of the book of life your name. I'm going to read out the book of life all your works and all the things you did. Just keep your eyes, hallelujah, pointed toward heaven because your redemption's drawing nigh. Now, listen, church. 1 Corinthians 15. Well, let me finish reading verse 17 and 18. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. I'm telling you, there's so many preachers and theologians that just their knees knock when people bring scriptures like this back up. But it's the Word of God, church. It's the Word of God. I ain't interested in preaching nothing else but the Word of God rightly dividing. I, I, the truth, I am not interested in it. Whether it packs the house or cleans and empties it out, I don't care. It's God's Word. It's the truth that will set this world free if you just suck it up and preach it, folks. That's what I'm trying to do today. Then verse 18 says, you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked between one who serves God and the one who does not serve him to me, to me. All of this I've been reading sounds all, all too familiar when I think about the rapture, when I think about wheat, tares, sheep, goat, five wise virgins, five foolish virgins. I can't help but think about it. It's like God has told us, Humpteen or umpteen, whatever one of them teens you like to say. Several times in the Bible that all you got to do is just make sure you're on the right team. You're on the right side. Your name's in the book of life. Don't worry if people seem to get ahead. You know, we used to talk about we had a neighbor growing up, and uh, this man's living right now for all I know. Now, my family knows who I'm talking about, but when we were growing up, it just seemed like Man, they would not darken the church doors, wouldn't let their child go to church and all that. And it just seems like, you know, they were the Joneses of the street I lived on. Uh, not really. I mean, they just seemed to always get ahead. Never, never, ever, 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 ever uh, concerned with the things of God. And I, I would think about that because, you know, the devil would, help the situation out and say, well, you know, they, this is going on. Great job, good retirement and all that. He'll bring up all the carnal things that don't mean squat when you're standing eyeball to eyeball with God. But, and and I'm, glad, I'm glad that that individual is saved and living right now. But I'll tell you this, folks. In our eyes, see, we evaluate things based on our ways and our knowledge. Amen? We look at people. You don't know how many fake people you see in a week. You don't know how many liars you talk to in a week. You don't know how many people that couldn't 
they wouldn't want you to know the truth for nothing. It's like, oh, here I go. It's like a woman that's gobbed up with makeup. The worst thing you could do was squirt her with a hosepipe in public. I told you, that, that's about as dangerous as talking about food. Amen? Amen? Amen. I ain't talking about, you know, just keeping from scaring people that much makeup. I'm talking about, who are you? What are you? That, that much makeup. You get my point anyway. People would not want you to know what's really going on in their world, what they're really like. It looks like when they're driving this, they got that house and all that. Folks, they are $900,000 in debt. They got 84 credit cards that they'll never pay off because you can't pay off 27% interest making $41,000 a year or 18. So don't get all worked up about the world. You're looking at the world through your eyes. You need to let the eyes of Jesus do the looking for you. God sees everything. You just need to live right and know that God's got somebody writing it down all the time. Your labor's not in vain. Paul said in Corinthians 15, God sees what you're doing, and I'm trying to finish here, but I want to tell you that if you give a cup of cold water, I'm all the way down in Matthew 10, 42 again, because I keep bringing this up. Whosoever shall give to drink one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple. Verily I say to you, he won't lose his reward. Now, I want to tell you something, folks. This is something, you know, I don't know about a bookshelf in heaven. I'm just going to tell you this. But I, I, want to, I, I, I was able to get two, two books this week, a book of life and uh, uh a book, a book of remembrance. And um, I thank the Lord for great prop help. Amen. Amen, I do. They look good, don't they? They weren't bought. They were made by Holy Ghost people. Amen. Hallelujah. But I don't understand, Pastor, why is the book of life? so much smaller than the book of remembrance. Well, let's talk about that. Can we talk about that for about two minutes, maybe? Well, the Bible says, this is another one of them, no, no scriptures. No, 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 don't do, do, do. Don't do that. The Bible says, straight is the way, straight is the gate, narrow is the way that leads to life. But broad is the way that leads to destruction. And here's the disturbing part of that. Like that's not bad enough for a person that just don't want to surrender. Few. Can you say that word with me? Few. Few there be that find it. It's not because it's hard to locate. That's not why few find it. It's because only a few people really believe it. Only a few people believe that the rapture could happen before I prayed the dismissal. Only a few people really believe that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God, that he really did suffer on the cross, that he bled, he died, he rose again just like he said he would, and that he's seated at the right hand of God until God gives him the go-ahead to call me and you that are ready home. Only a few people believe that enough that they show up for prayer. Whoa! 
that they come to church, that they give, that they just want to live like Jesus said to live. So, you see, it's not because God would only allow a few people in the book of life. It didn't take near as many pages to fit all those names in, I believe, in the book of life as it, as it does the people that are in the book of life that's constantly doing the things of Jesus Christ that he left us here to do. Why, that book might have started out that size, but over time, the people said, yeah, I got stage four cancer, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. I lost my job last week. My family is in disarray, but I still love Jesus Christ. My car broke down on the side of the road, and I'm having to get a ride to work till I can get it fixed, but I'm still going to go serve, and I'm going to help out. My neighbor's grass needs cutting, but I got boards falling in on my yard, but they can't do it. And see, all that time you keep living like Jesus lived when his, it just keeps adding another page to the book because all these people right here are doing great and mighty things. They're not sitting on their tail waiting on the rapture. I said it in the house of God, but they're finding whatever their hands can find to do because they know the trumpet about the sound and every time they do it, more and more is being written in the book of remembrance and one day God's going to break that book out when he reads that book right there. He's going to say, but wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, I told you a long time ago, don't store up treasures for yourself on the earth, but lay them up here because I'm going to protect them. Stock market ain't going to kill them. I ain't going to let one of these thieves come in that's on, on your ring camera, stealing your bicycle and everything else. Get them. Am I telling the truth, by the way? Yeah. Why does thieves steal? Y'all say because they want to, but that ain't why they steal. They steal because they know they've got full permission to steal. Amen? We live in lawless times. Lawlessness. You understand that, right? The Bible said that's one of the signs that the coming of the Lord is soon. It's lawlessness. People steal because they can steal. Uh, they're protected the moment they do steal. You don't believe me? Try to take the law in your own hands and see what side of the jail house you are on. Now, they can do anything they want to up until you do what you do. But they do those kinds of things. And those things, God is going to remember too. But you live in a lawless world, which makes it harder and more of a challenge for you to do things that God will write down in the book of remembrance. But I'm just encouraging you today, keep on keeping on, church. You're making the devil and all of hell mad. He's mad that there's still some determined Christians that's going to show up and show out. He's mad that you still love Jesus. You come in here, clap your hands and sing and praise God. He's, he's mad because he thought he threw you one bone that was going to derail your whole life. You're going to get on pills and get depressed. You might even start living in sin and back. He's all mad and pouty right now. You just keep doing the right thing and God will keep writing them down. 
down, left and right, day in, day out. He's going to write them down. Raise your family right. Love your spouse. Love your people at work that hate you and talk about you and label you. Come to church when you don't feel like it. Come to church when you feel like it. Help the people around you. The Bible says, look, lend hoping. This is a big one for me. Lend hoping that they won't give you anything in return. I'm telling you, God's hardcore, man. The world, the church has taken the standard and put it way down here. But God said, it ain't going nowhere. Jesus said this, and I'm almost going to finish here in a minute. Jesus said this. He said, I'm going away, but I'm going to leave you here. I'm going to leave you here in 2022. You're not going to die in 79, Opie. You ain't going to die in 84 at Prison Camp Road in Rockingham around that pine tree at 11 o'clock. You ain't going to die. I'm leaving you here 2022 because you are going to finish the work, and greater works than these you're going to do. So see, you're not here by mistake. You're here because God knows you still got a lot of good in you that he ain't going to forget about, by the way. And when, hey, let me tell you something. Y'all love payday. Y'all love payroll when, when payroll rolls around, payday and all that. You love that. You know, it's good. But you ain't seen a payday like the one he's got because the storehouse, the treasures, the rewards God's got waiting on those that love him and fear him, you, your little mind, my mind, we can't even put a nice little graphic on the screen that can even touch what God's got waiting on those that love him. So live right, church. Love right. Worship right. Pray right. Read right. Give right. Hallelujah. And do all you can in the name of Jesus. And God, hallelujah, is going to remember it one day and you're going to be hooked up for the rest of all eternity. In the name of Jesus, everybody said amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, it's real easy. Acts 10, 35 says it like this. But in every nation, the man who fears him and does what is right is welcome to him. Psalm 147 said this. The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him in those that hope in his mercy. And so, you know, would you stand with me, please? I don't only think I'm telling a story. I didn't use the word tell, and some of you are upset about that. But, but, you will go home. They'll blaspheme God from the time you get home till you cut the TV off, and you won't even think twice about it, will you? Okay. Look, I'm only interested in us going to heaven. Other than that, I don't care. I'm just interested in heaven. And I know what the Bible means when it says what it says. I know that what you've done, sacrifices you've made, you may never be told thank you. You may never be told, I really appreciate that. 
you may never even really have a legitimate character appreciation day. It's an inside joke, by the way. But seriously, everything you've ever done, and you've done it in the name of Jesus, for the cause of Jesus, don't you think that the maker of heaven and earth ignores it? He didn't. And he don't, and he won't. It's writing it down. I don't care if you're, if you, and this is hard work, I know, caring for the elderly or somebody that's incapacitated. They can't bathe or clean themselves. And you think that, you know what, I, I'm never, pre they don't even know I'm doing that. Let, let me tell you, they might not know. I think about the people who enjoy there and took good care of mama. I, that, they were female. She was a female. That goes without saying. And, and all them times, and mama probably couldn't tell them thank you and all that. But God, hallelujah, God wrote it down. I'm telling all of you, I don't know what you do on a daily basis. And you just do it because you can do it. You just do it because you wanted to do it. Or you felt led to do it. I'm telling you that the God we serve, he's remembering it all. And one day, the Bible says, we'll understand it better by and by. God, I didn't know. I was just doing that. He said, yeah, but that was little to you, but it was huge to me in heaven. And so that's why I got this for you over here. So church, listen, let's just keep living for Jesus. And one thing we got to do, we got to make sure, we got to make sure of this. We just got to make our calling and election sure. We got to make sure, Lord, I know I've said the sinner's prayer. I know I've prayed and all that. And a lot of people really have a skewed interpretation of salvation. They don't look at it as a relationship. They look at it as religious criteria to be a Christian or to get to heaven. But I want to just say this and we'll pray. I want to tell you that our relationship is supposed to be this. I know God. I know I'm saved. I know you filled me many times with your spirit. But because you are the lover of my soul, Lord, on Saturday or even on Sunday morning, if I've done anything, God, that would offend you or it's a violation to your word and I did it, Father, would you forgive me? See, people don't tell people that that's still the thing they need to do. But your relationship with the husband of your soul ought to be, oh, you did so much for me and Calvary. If in any way, shape, or form today I didn't act like you, would you forgive me? What's wrong with that, church? You tell the preacher what's wrong with that. That's a love relationship is what it is to me. He did so much for me. Every day, Lord, I just want to start out Sunday. I want to start out Monday, God. God, I'm finishing up Monday now, and I just want to tell you, Lord, if today, if it got really hot and my mouth kind of ran off or my actions just showed how I felt about something, would you forgive me, Jesus? I only want the world to see you. So today, 
with no fear whatsoever. Anybody that, first of all, wants to just say, Lord, I'm just walking to this altar today because I thank you my name's in the book of life. I thank you that my name is in the book of life. And I just want to tell you that, hallelujah, I love you. And if I have done anything, Father, or I'm about to do something that would not be in line with you, God, would you intervene right now? The Lord sees that is 100. I talked about stuff in food a while ago. But the Lord looks at that as 100% organic, pure love for him. There's nothing doctored up inside of that. There's no kind of ulterior motive in there. You don't have anything else on your mind. It's just 100% all natural love for him. And God eats that up, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father. God, anybody that's not a believer, that Jesus I've been preaching about all morning long wants you to know he loves you. Forgive me, God. I don't want to spend all of eternity in a devil's hell I know you died for me, Jesus. I want to live for you. I want my name in the book of life. When you call the roll, I don't want my name to be missing. God, I don't want to take the day for granted. My name be blotted out because I'm not taking life serious. say while you're praying God just brought this back to my mind be very um, just try to be very general in this but I'd gotten a call one day this week about a young lady who had a disturbing dream about the rapture and you know, we talked about that and we prayed about it, thought about them. But I have thought so much since we, we talked this week. I, I've thought about the rapture even more so. Because I believe, one of the, one of the things I believe is God's way of just saying, look, you're still mine, I love you. And heaven is worth everything. Heaven's worth everything. But the only way to be forever in heaven with the Lord is to sell out right now. You see, now the Holy Ghost is reminding me of what was happening earlier that I didn't understand and I was kind of getting concerned about. See what you might have to do right now. 
you might have to throw out two or three hundred dollars worth of uh, not goodies or bad suit but things you're accustomed to in life things that don't spiritually speaking now things that aren't productive for you it may be in the form of something social media or social media itself it may be bad friends it may be music you listen to or what you allow to play on your TV at home or the company you keep so folks they're playing whatever it takes there is nothing that you give up because you want to draw closer to Jesus there is nothing because you want to make sure that your name's in the book of life there is nothing that you will do in this life that right here right here right I'm telling you it's not a sacrifice it, it, it's really it's a pay raise is what it is God remembers it all live right do right make right decisions because I believe that that rapture that that young lady was telling me about that dream and her concern I, I believe it's all about the book of life I really do because see if it's not there doesn't matter what you did or accomplished on earth that don't matter to God it won't matter so we're gonna pray father I love you I thank you today that you are a God that sees it all, Lord. I thank you that you love us enough to not take your eye off of us. Lord, just like we're going to give an account to you about idle words and everything else, Lord, we're also going to be the recipients, oh God, of things you remembered that we didn't even pay much attention to. We just did it. Well, I give you praise today, God. says I'll trade sunshine I'll trade sun for rain that's what that's what I'll be willing and whatever it takes
today? Are, are you willing to do whatever? Count the cost? You might not you might not have to throw out a whole bunch of stuff. Again, I'm talking spiritually now. Uh, but it ain't going to hurt you one bit to review those other notes. I'm telling you, folks, the closer we get to the trump of God, the less this world should seem appealing to us. Whatever, whatever it takes. I trade comfort for pain. It don't matter. I'll do it, Lord, whatever, to be more like you. That's what I want. And everybody ought to be encouraged today. I tell you what, Derek, um, can you or Steve, can y'all go on and cut on some lights right quick? Um, because we're going to pray and we're going to go home because we're coming back at 530 and praying. But God remembers everything, folks, and I, I want you to listen. Because uh, I want to know, honestly, how many people's mad about the whole food thing? You know, can I tell you something? I, I'm gonna, I promise you, in just a couple minutes, I'm going to be through. This is a true story, by the way. Upstairs, in our shower, uh, in our bathroom upstairs, rather, uh, you don't want to get no closer than what I just said. Stay away from the shower. Uh, but in our bathroom, right when you walk in, there's a set of digital scales. And if, 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 if I know that I've been... Um, not really proactive during the course of the week. You know what I won't do? Eric, I can read you like a book, son. You know what? You know what? You know what I won't do when I go to that bathroom up there? I, I ain't getting on new scales today. Because I don't want them to tell me they're unbiased. And can I tell y'all something not kind of funny, but you, you, you might find it funny. This is true. About two weeks ago, I thought they were broke, and I changed the battery in them. <laughs> Nine volt, I did. I changed the battery in them. And me, me and Angie, no, it wasn't broke. It wasn't broke. Wonder, why'd you have to? Uh, Book remembers that. You shouldn't have said that. Anyway, um... But we do that, church. It's like, it's like a person, as long as they don't go to the doctor and he or she says, you have cancer, people are like, well, I don't have cancer. You know, but that's what happens with the Word of God. When God shows us something or tells us something, then, 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 you see this preaching thing, it's a two-way street. It, it's one of the ways is, you know, I'm accountable to God whether I preach it all or just the, the good, happy part, the fuzzy part. I'm accountable whether I preach it. But you, you are accountable. Somebody got mad, buddy. Hey, let me tell you something. That battery is as full as it can be. I'm telling you, 
They are convicted, bro. No, I'm joking. Anyway, but the other part of that street is this. I, I need to finish. This has a point. The other part is, it's up to me whether I preach it or not, and it's, it's like up to you and me whether we hear what God's telling us this week and, and what we do with it. So it ain't just like what I say or what you do. It, it's, it's something God's put in place for all of us. And you know what I'm glad of? I'm glad to know that God wants me to live right and live like Jesus, but I'm also glad to know that God's taking note. So I'm going to tell you, as you leave today, we pray this prayer, Lord, let the words of my mouth, let the words of my mouth and the meditations, of, nobody can see a meditation. Somebody might can see your lips move or hear words, but nobody, nobody can know the meditations of your heart but God. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh Lord, my strength and my Redeemer.